Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jacob with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. Joined once again by Patricia Corey. It's been a little while, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on her. She's a psychic author, screenwriter, and artist. Uh, we were just talking about her new artistic skill that just came through. Uh, it's it's fun to be intuitive and have these things come through. Uh, she's globally recognized personality, world-renowned visionary author, screenwriter, emerging artist. Uh, I'm probably going to show you guys some, some of her artwork because it's, it's quite quite exceptional. Uh, very nice, nicely done. Patricia Corey has successfully authored 14 published books, several of them bestsellers, uh, and I'm a, I'm a, a big fan. In over 22 languages, which constitutes uh, conservatively over a million readers internationally. Uh, so you have been at this for a couple decades, and it's kind of like kind of like you know I got into it. I I got into it. And I'm like ah, uh, I, I don't know about this. I'm kind of like a you know secret guy and I'm an introvert, but it, it just, it wanted to come through kind of like your painting, I guess. Uh, and I let it come, I had to let it come through. Uh, how did it work for you? Well, you know, first of all, thank goodness that you let it come through. It's quite amazing that your background combined with this wonderful intuition and art, uh, it's, it's just a great combination. I just love blending spirit with reason, with science. That's where we need to be. I think it's Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. And for as far as me, you know, it's been, I've been a psychic all my life. And as a child, I wasn't blocked from it, from allowing it to come through. So I've had, you know, like upgrades all through my life uh, to be where I am now. Just, just like right now, my experience, let's call it third eye, third voice, has exploded. I'm just, you know, we know the veil is melting. And uh, so that's obviously a big part of it. But my personal journey is is amazing. I mean, I thought I was at a peak a while ago, but uh, suddenly a lot more things. 2024, the year of the breakthrough. I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be a judicial year as well. Uh, So we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Now, now for me, you know, uh, when you first when I first saw you uh, doing shows, I was like, Oh, she does shows too, and and uh, and I because I'd been a fan of your work for quite a long time, and I thought it was quite stunning. And then you're out there in the public eye, and I was like, ah. Oh. And then I started going to the public eye, and I was like, and I saw you doing shows. I was like, I wonder if she would do a show with me, you know, kind of like, oh, who am I, you know? <laughs> so, and then eventually yeah. did a show, and then it was it was like it was stunning. So for me, it's like you know, uh, it's like a dream, you know, to have someone with a psychic ability as yourself, such as yourself, you know, to share with my audience. And I think my audience is, is very, and I already see some of the comments they're, they're very, very excited because they, it's a treat. It's a treat for all of us, you know, to have this, uh, deeper side of consciousness, you know, come through however it comes through and it comes through quite brilliantly through you. You're kind, Michael, you're really, you're, you're wonderful for my spirit. I'll tell you that. <laughs> It's coming through for, I think, you know, this is a time, the series predicted that we would reach a time when uh, we would we would see this huge expansion of, of breakthrough telepathy yeah. as the veil starts to lower, I don't know what you want to call it, melt, lower, raise, 
Sure. And so many more people will be stepping up to this gift. And in the meantime, we have to filter through so many people that are con artists that are pretending to have mm. the capacity. And so there's a lot of misinformation that's being blasted out at people. So I'm looking, as I said a minute ago, for grounded, solid people who are able to uh, use the gift to bring information through that gut instinct that, and then trying to help people get more in touch with that. But at the same time, be able to say, well, hold on a minute. What am I reading? What is, you know, filter it enough to have it have ground, have it have substance. Yeah. The, the, the chat I think that's before us at this moment. So I, and I, I appreciate that because there's, there's a lot of people that are awakening now. And, uh, you know, we, we see the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, you know, this has been, uh, out there for quite some time, all the way back to 2006, this is starting to be revealed. And finally it's starting to get momentum because I think more people have awakened to it and have demanded answers. And that's what really has gotten us out into, uh, you know, the mainstream now. So it's, uh, you look at how they manipulated people. Uh, they would take, take them to, uh, Epstein Island and, you know, they had, you know, pedophilia type stuff going on there. And they, uh, they got, films or whatever they did on, on all the people are doing that. And that's, that's just one example. I think there's probably goes on everywhere, but all of us are starting to be exposed by that. Cause you're, you're talking about how, you know, uh, and I'm seeing how people are coming in and being affected by it. Uh, and in my audience, there's people that are like propositioned kind of like, and, and, and entrapped. Cause I see people, uh, you know, like join the crypto, and it's got my face and join the crypto uh, gold club and stuff like that. And, and people are like, oh, there's Michael Jaco. I, I trust him. So they go in and dump money in that and they lose it. So it's kind of the same thing. All of us are being affected by this. And that's why everyone needs to wake up and push back and destroy the system. Because now it's coming after every single individual now. Yeah. And then so many people are so gullible because we, we believe heroic figures i believe you're one of them and we want to be able to just jump in and be guided and the message that i'm getting clear as day is nobody can guide you this is a no man's land if you haven't got strength in your spirit and in your gut you're going to go awry so the first thing to do is to, to look to the people that you really trust and still say let me filter this a minute what is his motivation and some people are very clear in their, I think, in their guidance and mm -hmm. others are key. So there's that. And then there are the scammers that are pretending to be these people, as you said. And uh, they are ripping people off big time. I'm seeing such tragedy, such stories of people that are losing their life, earnings and whatever, because they bought into, you know, a scam. I think it was happening with Sasha Stone, with you, with mm. a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. People as you. So people, for God's sakes, question everything. Absolutely. And if you, you know, a big offer from one of your heroes or leaders or whatever you want to call it, you, you, you write to this person, you contact this person. Is this really you before you dive in? Because, oh, yeah. you know, all bets are off, as they say right now. And uh, while we still have the internet, which is another conversation we might want to have. Beautiful. Yeah. And you, we've kind of like brushed on this subject before. Now, one of those subjects that you and I, because question everything. So some people, like you were just talking about, they just want a leader and they just want to follow him blindly. 
And, you know, you and I, very early on, we questioned Trump on the vaccination thing. And boy, we got beat up on that pretty hard. Um, but uh, it you have to question everything. And because I, I believe because we question that, we open that Pandora's box of, you know, people looking at this a little, little well, those people that don't like Trump, they're like, well, well, yeah, what about what about that? So because we asked that question, I feel the answers came through. He wanted to dominate the conversation. He wanted to dominate the uh, narrative on that. And because he dominated the narrative on that, he controlled it instead of letting the deep state have control of it. And that's that's my opinion. It could be it could it could work out that he he really is bad. I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, even though I question every I've always questioned everyone. When I had the opportunity, when I was in the SEAL teams, when I was in the CIA, I, if there was time to questions like, ah, oh, that doesn't sound like a good plan, uh, then we would, you know, work it out. It's like, oh, yes, good thing we questioned that. Uh, and, you know, that probably is going to save a lot of lives. And, but if, if it's time, if it's go time, you go. And I think we're, we're getting close to that go time. And I think we need to have really good leadership and we have to question those people like we did and find who the real leadership is and who's not portraying themselves as being leaders and they're not. You know, and I remember that conversation was very powerful because both of us were in a, a bit of a a quandary. I mean, I, you know, I, I my feelings about Mr. T keep are, are all over the road because right. he's all over the road, you know? Yeah. And I, I constantly question him and I think that when people see us doing that, mm-hmm. they're empowered. They make yeah. there are the that are the blind followers of anything that just say, "Oh, these people are morons, or these people are scams, or whatever." But a lot of people are empowered by the fact that two people, I, I humbly suggest that they trust, are having that conversation. It's like okay to question it to get to the truth, and if yes. that means struggling with it and admitting that you're not sure about it. That is power. I think that it's a wonderful gift that you can demonstrate to people when you can either say, I was wrong, which I can mm-hmm. do a lot. I'm comfortable with saying I'm wrong. So mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, I don't have to invent a, an out or a change in the timeline so that my vision now works. I can say I was wrong about that. But, uh, and, I, no. and I look that you and I had that very difficult conversation. As a, speaking of which, I remember... When I first had you on my show and I questioned you, I not accusingly, but I questioned you about your background with the uh, CIA and you, nobody's ever asked me that. And it was wonderful because it, it, uh, it, it, it showed your humanity. And I, I think that that's what we're trying, we need to do. And that's what we're doing when we examine things that make us uncomfortable. Because to be honest, I'm uncomfortable, Mr. T. I need to see something. I need, come on. I mean, when are we going to see? This is always in my head. And then, of course, over on this side, it's like it it, it can't be immediate. Well, it's like eight years later is not immediate. <laughs> but uh, here we are. I, this is a pivotal year. There's no question about that. And yeah. I, people are terrified on one side. But there is a sense of relief. It's like we are going to get through this somehow. Mm-hmm. We're going to get answers here. And uh, I refer to the November event as an erection, just to avoid getting blasted up. <laughs> but uh, if, if we even have that, 
I don't know what your feelings are, but my vision is uh, I don't I don't see it happening. I I agree. I think it's going to happen. I think the we don't make it to there, so uh, something has to happen before then. But you know, we've been in this situation before because I I thought for sure that Mr. T would not leave the presidency, uh, but he did. And now we're looking back and going, well, probably, probably uh, was better that it, it worked this way. I don't know uh, until we get to that point where it's it's definitive, but, you know, I'm I'm open-minded about it more than I was at, at, at that point. Kind of like, you know, when you and I question uh, the vaccination, why was he pushing that? And now it becomes a little bit more obvious because he was he was trying to control the narrative and he he knew that that was going to be very deadly for a lot of people. Uh, so he's putting himself out there and taking taking charge of that narrative. Uh, now, I just saw uh, a video where uh, there's an expert. I, I guess they went to um, I think Sasha Stone's been there to Romania where they have really gone after, you know, the information about the vaccination and, and what, it's what, what harm it's causing. By their estimation, uh, one in 800 people that have been vaccinated are, are, having, are dying. Uh, and that was, that was from Pfizer's study. They already knew this before they even started vaccinating everybody, and they hid that. So we're seeing, they said, 17 million people have died by conservative estimate from the vaccination. I think it's a lot higher, unfortunately. I think it's going to continue to go up. Um, significantly, especially during this time frame right now, uh, during the summer month or the winter months, uh, in the north, in north, the northern hemisphere, uh, you have uh, massive, uh, you know, problems with with vaccinate well, not vaccination, but with uh, flu and so forth. People's uh, immune systems have been compromised by it. Cancer rates are skyrocketing. People are dying while they're driving and wrecking all over the place. It's 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 insane. Now people are starting to see it. And there's also, uh, I saw this video, I probably have seen it, of these two people who are experts on sound, and they were talking about Obama's film, Believe the World, and they were saying that the, the film's, the, by the way, I, I really suggest people do not watch that film. Uh, they were saying that it has four soundtracks above the soundtrack, and that they're, the whole theme of the movie apparently is that this killer sound weaponry is being utilized on the people that the premise of these two people is that it actually is in the film the sound weapon is in the film oh my god wow and it's triggering the people that have had the jab oh my god you're kidding and oh wow well have something to do you haven't heard this I'm so i haven't heard this wow this is this is a, that's why i love coming doing shows with you this is amazing and my audience is gonna this is gonna blow up all over the internet now i promise you <laughs> So they're saying that the, the the sound that is in I got goosebumps, so that's validation. The mm -hmm. sound that mm -hmm. I, I do too. Yep. Yeah. So you know, we got to get together at first. I, I know. I, I resonated with it right when you said it. I was like, oh my god, you're right. That video, if I can find it, if it's still up. But apparently, what they were saying was that they they did this analysis of the sounds. So they've got four soundtracks over the the soundtrack, and that the sound weaponry is in. What do they call it? Invisible stuff? Em embedded in it? No, it's, mm. Yeah, embedded. And that it's triggering the people that have been jabbed. Ah. Uh. And that's why we're seeing an onslaught of more, more an, an uptick 
in the situation. Holy moly. Wow. Because, you know, needless to say, diabolical is not, not strong enough of a word for that operation. So I just really recommend to people that they do not watch it, or if they do watch it, maybe not watch it without the sound. Yeah, or, you know, if they're... Because... The, the, sh the frame where the two kids are sitting there, one's got a shirt on that says obey, the other one has a shirt on that says NASA. Right. Give me a break. I know. Yeah, I mean, the, the film is uh, completely loaded with, uh, you know, programming, uh, pre-programming, because uh, they're... We, we know what they're they're all about. So that, that basically exposed a lot of it. Yeah, except we know that it's pre -pro pre predictive programming. and mm -hmm. But what people don't know, if these two people are correct, and they certainly seem to have done their homework, I'll do my best to get you that video clip, is that the sound that's being discussed in the film is actually being blasted to the viewers of the film. Jeez. If that true fact, if that can be correlated, if, when, when the stats come out and we see in this time frame that this film came out, distinctive uptick in reactions in people, well, then, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think that it makes sense that it's triggering, you know. I, I think it is because, um, you know, I, I watch very carefully. I have a lot of people that I follow that, that watch all around the world um, the uptick. And uh, the uptick is, is really increasing right now, just like I predicted um, yeah. probably about almost a year ago. I said that this time frame would be uh, the time frame where people, there would be no more doubt. And I think we're, we're, we've hit that with most people. So the I think where we need to be is um, have compassion for those that are, are awakening to the fact that they got had, you know, to get the jab and however they, however that happened for them. It, it happened. I mean, it's compassion. That doesn't mean sympathy. I'm not in resonance with them on this. I have compassion that they got led astray, but there are ways to fix that. There are many different modalities out there from many different people that are sharing information to cleanse people that have um, been vaccinated or who have been affected by those that are vaccinated. So there's lots of different modalities out there, and I, I encourage people, now that they're awakening, to, or if you know people that are awakening that have been vaccinated, to get them involved, because that's going to save their lives, I believe. Uh, and because they're coming around the bend once again with the, with the program. So we're, we're seeing people back, you know, two months ago, you start seeing people in the political arena with a few masks in the background, then a little incident over here, more masks. In China, they're whatever that long thing was, everybody's in math. And here we go again. Now they talk about morbid, uh, just in time, of course. It's just the same exact timing, different year. Yeah. So, so a lot of the stuff that we're seeing is from the, is a result from the vaccination. Because yeah. within the vaccination are all kinds of, you know, stuff that's been, you know, bio-sealed and all kind of crazy stuff. And it gets activated from movies are, you know, uh, 5G or whatever, however it gets vaccinated or activated and it releases substances which cause lung problems or cancers or all kind of crazy stuff that we're starting to see. The thing that I've been noticing on the tree is about your uh, take on it. All of these bizarre behaviors on plane, it seems like every week there's somebody who has a complete nut job breakdown on a plane and they're either seeing spirits or 
you know, the woman who did well, I think she was a con that claimed that the guy next to her was was not real. Right. But people are freaking out. They're they're seeing demons. Have you noticed any of these Oh, absolutely. We just had one recently here uh, in the States, in Miami, where we had like uh, hundreds, of, looked like hundreds of police cars show up at this mall. And people are, are saying that there was uh, giants in the mall. So I think this is uh, part of that predictive programming, because we've heard that they're going to do, a, you know, some kind of alien invasion type thing. Uh, that's one of their one of their plans. There, you know, if everything else fails, we we'll do the alien invasion thing, and then we'll get control again. So I don't know. I think I think it's uh, uh, guiding us towards some type of some type of black, uh, you know, um, black flag event. Yeah. What I was referring to about the plays is that mm-hmm. it seems to me that the people who have been jabbed have microplotting in the brain, mm-hmm. so that they're getting on these planes. Because you know, of, of course, you've always we've always been taught keep moving and exercising on the plane because of the threat of thrombosis. Yeah, all these microclotted people who are with you know vax getting on the plane. I think some people are having microclot accident. I mean, I don't even know how to, to to give it a term, but I think that that's that we're seeing that. I think that that is one of the effects of the jabber. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we we definitely have been seeing that, and there's there's uh, doctors that have been just uh, um, talking about that, saying that it is one of the problems with the vaccination, the microclotting, like you're talking about. Not does it not only does it affect the organs and especially the heart, like we're seeing a lot of people uh, have uh, myocarditis, but also the brain. Uh, I know of several people that have had uh, some serious. Um, brain problems and have actually had to get um, operated on uh, to release clotting that like you're talking about. Yeah. Poor people. So when you talk about compassion, you know, of course, Mm -hmm. I mean, my heart bleeds for anyone who would recognize they made a mistake. And uh, fortunately, like you said, there are remedies that are coming out that they can turn to, but there's still that dread and that sense of powerlessness like I did what I thought I had to do I, I feel for these people but uh yep. now they're going to come they're going to come again you wait see here we come with the mask the tests are going to come back and the new round of vax and the people will still line up not as many but the people will still line up so our job I think uh, one of our jobs is to assist where we can to the people to guide people like I know you're doing to solutions for some of the aspects of the jab because we still have the problem of the dna being rewritten mm-hmm. yeah no, I don't and know. uh you you talk about some of that in hacking the god code so you know it's it's definitely uh it's one of their aims to basically change change us into some kind of new structure and they're doing it because the DNA is being uh, being rewritten. The, the human genome is being rewritten, which is a very frightening aspect. And yeah, in the book, I offer suggestions of how to to remind people that ten strands of our DNA are floating around there without complete instructions of what they're supposed to do. So how we can activate those strands, those snippets, whatever you want to call that DNA, the junk, 
to activate upon the two-stranded DNA to getting the, the new coding and overpower it with mm-hmm. divine DNA that is our being. That's going in our near future as well. Yeah, so I I see that you know we are in we're already in the golden age in the very early stages of it. Uh, it, it will take probably a, at least a couple generations. I think a couple generations. We'll, we'll definitely see a difference over the next, you know, five to ten years. Uh, it will be indescribably different than what it is right now. Um, but it will take uh, a couple generations, basically, all the programming that's happened, and then the people that are already programming their children. <laughs> so it, it will probably take a couple generations for it to be completely gone, uh, as far as like this deep state darkness that's you know uh people that are being born into the deep state right now are being programmed even in the womb they start to screw with the babies in the womb you know and and mess them up and then they come out and there's all kind of stuff lined up for them it's 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 pretty pretty that's i have compassion for that now i don't have uh sympathy for them when they start to push jabs and um, lock people down and stuff like that. I don't have sympathy for that. I have compassion for them being where they're at, but I'm also a warrior. So I'm going to push back on that very significantly. And I think a lot of people are doing that now. And that's what we have to have going forward to, to get to that point where the, the golden age really starts to thrive and starts to move forward. We do need our warriors. I was so impressed with the letter that's, that's been written to mm. the military. And to see your energy behind that, you know, it's in a in a sea of wokeness. It's so important to look to our to look to our. What do we want to say? It's not even the patriot movement. It's just mm-hmm. you know, men. Not that women. I don't want to get in trouble here. Not that women are powerful because I'm also a warrior in my own right. Absolutely. But that military positive male. Mm-hmm. To see it moving into action is is very invigorating for me and very hopeful. Yeah. And, uh, I, I honor you. I celebrate that you're, you're in that position. Thank you. Thank you. And, I, you know, I think that uh, the wokeness has is, is reached its pinnacle and it's it's basically starting to collapse and that people, like you're, like you're t- describing, people are really going to be attracted to people, to men are that type of mentality it doesn't have to necessarily be a man the mentality itself of taking charge and pushing through obstacles and so forth uh i honor that in everyone that does that i don't care at what age they're they're at or anything because we're seeing a lot of young people are waking up to this in a positive way not wokeness but waking into uh a, a better reality a golden age type of mentality so they're pushing away from all of the uh you know uh, the internet stuff. Uh, there's a lot of young people that are basically breaking away from Facebook and the social media stuff. Uh, they're going, they're, they're going away in droves. Uh, I don't, I don't spend that much time in it myself. I just, you know, put, you know, information out there because I know a lot of there's still people out there. Uh, and that's the way you get information out. But I think most people are really not paying that much attention to it like they used to. And uh, that wokeness is dying, and the new age uh, of consciousness that we're moving into, the golden age, is kind of like what you described. You know that uh, that beautiful essence of 
you know, the God energy and, and so forth, angelic realm and, you know, earth realms and, you know, the galactic and all that stuff is really going to start to come through. And it, getting close to nature. So we've got the, mm -hmm. the van life people and the tiny home people and this return to community, which I I've talked about for so long. And I know you have too, that, uh, this techno hysteria and the AI, I, I can't for believe for a minute that AI will take over this planet. It looks like, it, and they're doing a good job of making it look like it, but, um, you, I never underestimate the beauty of the human soul. I mean, you know, like I, I'll put a piece of music up on internet and say, robots will never be able to play Beethoven. Okay. Not like this. Not with, you know, this 100 year old woman, ballerina, prima ballerina, who on her, on her dying days does the pas de deux with all of her glory, grace. Nothing can stop the human spirit in that, all that, that exalted state. And so I think that right now is the time when we're choosing. Are, are we, people are really, really choosing. And this is something that uh, I, it thrills me. Going from the years I've been a counselor and I help assisting people and a healer. And, you know, people talk about their love of life and their uh, abuse as children and the focus on those aspects of their lives. To now, people are in this state of what is the meaning of life mm. it's an existential moment because the world is so berserk that people are questioning what is the real meaning of life what is beyond this physical life and that multi-dimensionality of people is starting to uh truly take hold while the poor wolf people are still in their derangedness i'm sorry if i'm offending you a, a lot of other souls are really coming up to what is the meaning of life? And what am I doing here? And that's really what I've been teaching all my life. Mm. So the why we come in, why we choose to be here, and where well, why we go out. And so it's very exhilarating to see people shifting into that. It's not even, I don't even want to use the expression higher consciousness, but that, that awareness of purpose of life. Mm. Versus, you know, getting married, like, well, I have a boyfriend, I can't wait to have three kids, to, you know, what's the real meaning of it all? And I think that as we see the world threatened, that physical world, it's such danger, it brings that forward in people much more, perhaps, just perhaps. That's why the world is in such a crisis. Yeah. And it, it seems like uh, a lot of the young people are, are kind of like in pause as far as like creating families too. So you see the uh, actual birth rate is in a negative quadrant uh, around the world. So, um, and that's probably why they're pushing so hard to uh, do illegal immigration everywhere because they, they, they need those numbers. Otherwise, the, the economies collapse and so forth. And we can talk about that. But it kind of is, is a nice segue as far as like, you know, that creative, beautiful aspect, you know, being one with nature and so forth, uh, and going and bringing in, uh, you know, higher levels of consciousness. And that's, that's what you have, uh, with your artwork now. So let's, let's kind of segue into that a little bit so people can see, you know, you're, you're not an artist or you haven't been an art artist. Now you are. <laughs> so, and this is quite substantial, uh, artwork. Uh, you're just like, just the paintbrush, comes into your hand and then you boom it, it comes out so this is quite beautiful 
it's an it's it's really an a strange phenomenon. I mean, I've got plenty of strange phenomenon in my life, but this I'm April twenty second, which is my by the way numbers numerology, and I I I got out of bed and I went I I want to paint, and I went down to the store and grabbed some paint, and had no idea. I mean, I didn't like look at a paint at a picture and start to try to paint it. I just sat down, started moving the brush around the canvas, and within days, I was just painting like a maniac. I've painted sixty-seven paintings since then. Oh my so, god! Oh, and about forty of them have sold, which is also very interesting. Really? Wow! Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's quite exquisite, actually. Uh, yeah, I would be interested myself. So let's let's kind of like cycle through some of it here. So and this I'm, is, and and any any one of these you want to like you know. Uh, have a description for uh just go ahead and jump in and start describing you know anything that comes to your mind okay so bearing in mind that i don't when i set out to paint i have no idea what i'm doing and i just uh my life i've always been a person that just goes with the flow i trust what i'm experiencing and i i let it flow i haven't got control issues right so i just sit down at the at my studio now i've got a studio and i go okay what colors do I, what colors and i go into a sort of trance what colors and then suddenly I, I pick out colors and the next thing you know I'm painting and this one um it felt to me like I was depicting souls and ascension and yeah it's it's titled so many souls and uh you know I see the orbs there and I, I've seen orbs and dreams so many times and I see orbs uh now actually uh I see orbs and pictures you know that I take uh I've seen orbs for decades now uh and i see souls like you in this painting i think of uh the soul as an orb i've been i've I've been experienced i when i remember when my father passed uh or when he was ready to pass i was in um iraq at the time so i saw an orb come into my room and i knew it was my my dad and then like within an hour my uh my uncle called and said my dad was you know in a bad way he's probably going to pass i should get home as, as soon as i could so I, you know, got back there and uh, he passed uh, within hours after I got back. So it is, it is pretty, pretty amazing, you know, to see something like this. This is so when I've been exposed to that and I see something like this, it's, 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 it's really exquisite and beautiful. Thank you. And at the bottom of the center is a, what well, looks like a rose, but I didn't, I didn't set out to paint it. It's just that as I'm producing this art, these things appear. It's a, it's a very interesting process. By the way, speaking of your dad, the same thing happened to me. My brother called me and said, you better get home. And I lived in Rome at the time. And I got there just in time to be there for my mother's passing. Mm. So uh, that's a very important moment for both of us, for sure. Definitely. And then we have a solar flare. And it's got it's kind of a little bit of a video, so I'm going to play it. It's kind of like the, the animation. animation to it, yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. I I, uh, I thought it was important because, you know, the, when these images come to me, they have meaning. So there's all this conversation about solar flare. I don't know how I feel about that happening specifically, like a lot of people are anticipating it in April. I don't see that. But the fact that this came through to me to be painted as art tells me that there is definitely huge movement that we're going to experience from the sun. And that's no surprise considering that the Syrian High Council has been saying our sun is going through ascension into the fourth dimension. And I think that the flare is going to be when the sun fully 
emerges in the fourth. So for me to get this, I used uh, uh, some, it's called medium. But again, I have no training, nothing. I'm just playing and uh, out come these uh, images. And I, I used an animation program to set it, to make it video because to oh, show yeah, that's that's quite beautiful, and uh, you know I don't see it. I've never seen. I've heard a lot of people talking about we're going to have solar flare. It's going to be like a, you know, Carrington event in end of in the planet event, and most people will die or something. I've never seen that, but uh, I I agree with you. It's going to be kind of like a another ascension level event. Now the Earth will very very likely go through some uh, pretty significant Earth changes, but not on a level that we've seen people predict. Uh, yeah. I, I, I see some tsunami activity and volcanoes and earthquakes, but it's, it's more growing pains and the people that are intuitive are not going to be, uh, are not going to be impacted. I so I heard a very prominent person whose name I won't mention say that the solar flare is going to happen and it's going to be harmony and bliss and everybody's going to be in the higher dimension. And I'm like, stop, you know, I mean, I, I, I get overwhelmed by all of these events that are going to completely catapult us into the higher dimensions uh, and it's just always that savior mentality it's jesus arriving wood flare no i think these are all aspects well i'm not talking about jesus arriving but the the celestial movements and energies are part of the celestial process that we're going through not savior events but transformative transitional yeah, I agree. And I think the um <clears throat> some of the a little bit of the trauma that's going to go with that it's a always a cathartic type of uh, you know, I think when something dramatic happens, it really pushes pushes consciousness. Uh and there there are souls that, you know, agree to be a part of it. like lots of souls agree to be part of 9/11 uh, you know, and being souls that passed over. Of course, probably a lot of those souls are already back in at this point. But I think that, uh, you know, souls are, you know, constantly coming and going, obviously. Uh, there's a lot of souls, unfortunately, uh, that have agreed to be part of the vaccination program and, 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 and transition to help wake up humanity. And uh, I think that's what we are going to go through, a little awakening process. I think you're right about that. So this is Source. Uh, I, I like that, the little electrical energy in the in the center. I love the color, coloring. Mm. Yeah, galactic. I put this one, I don't know if you got the animated version of this one too, but it was like uh, different uh, universes inter interacting in galactic center. Again, these orbs, I don't, I, I can't even tell you how uh, powerful it is to be able to paint them. Mm. But I something is working through me it's a it's another form of channeling isn't it the is it this one maybe yeah no that's so many souls mm. ready to send it to you i'm sorry i kind of got i know it's you got you got a little a little doubling uh i might have hopefully i didn't miss anything but uh that's back to source and then uh, I like the Stargate one. I like them all. They're all amazing. It's like I a, I, I love the Stargate because I, I think they're very, um, we can create them ourselves. Uh, we can transport through them. 
but not everyone. You you have to be on a certain level of vibrational frequency, and but there are people that actually are trained to create stargates. Yep. Brad Olson, I just had an interview with him, and he asked me mm. he asked you about the stargate in Iraq. Iraq. Oh yeah, yeah. There's definitely uh, stargates in uh, in in certain areas, uh, and beans are coming through. Uh, some some of them I think have been shut down because uh, negative beams were coming through, um, but they're 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 created by both sides, so both sides are creating uh, story gates. I think that uh, the negative side is is getting all their shut down, and I think that uh, most of them now are of the positive realm. Well, when I I tell you what, when I painted this one, it really felt like all these souls were being drawn. This brilliance of of what lies beyond. It was very positive, and the feeling of going from the cold forest mm-hmm. into that light—I uh, really enjoyed painting. Oh, that's beautiful. I like that. And surfing—that's beautiful. Surfing Coco Pelli. So I painted a painting the day before Coco Pelli blew. I painted oh. a painting which I think you've also got on the screen, uh, and I called it Coco Pelli erupt. And the next day, Coco Belly blew up, blew me, it really blew my mind. And I, this one was the same time, I think the day, the next day I painted this uh, Coco Belly fire, surfing Coco Belly, I think I called it, because the flames of uh, the lava were merging into the ocean. Mm. That's beautiful. And the dolphin energy in there. Yeah. Very, very Syrian. Nice. And they just appear here. You know, I don't paint them. Ah. Just kind of, kind of load in there. See there, even at the bottom. All the, yeah. I did not paint them. They appear. It's true. They're all in there. It's it's yeah. pretty amazing. Like a, like a, uh, what do they call it? A tribe? No. Oh, totally. Thank you for showing that. Yeah, this this is fun. Uh, so this is uh, you know, things will come through for everyone. And this is something that you're, you know, showing people, this has just come through. I've had so many things like this, just, oh, I, I can do that now. It's like when I started remote influencing and then I started uh, knowing when earthquakes are coming and then I start I just on and on and, oh, I can like send demons away and it's like on and on and on. Uh, it just happens. And then uh, you're like, wow, what can I do with this? And here, here it is. You're doing incredible stuff with it. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. You, I, I'm excited for you to, this is really the first public showing of any of the art that I've done other than my tribe on Facebook. But uh, it's it's just a kind of, mind-blowing experience because uh when i sit down to do it i have no idea what i'm doing i have i I guess you could call it a trend you know you know what it is you go into that altered state and suddenly this this information comes through in a different way so artists a lot of artists channel a lot of musicians channel but uh it's different it's like this is being brought through as part of 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 a message for humanity just like the books were only now it's being depicted in ways that perhaps it's easier for people to interpret on their own 
it, without being told what's happening, have a look. And in, a, in such a visual time as we are now, where people's uh, attention span is shrinking so rapidly, perhaps I'm being utilized to 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 use this method to reach more people. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I don't know that uh, attention spans are shrinking as much as we're able to process information faster. Because uh, I just process incredible amounts of information now, and. I mean, this is a great example right here. I just look at this and I just, my mind is like, like all kind, I'm all over the place. So, and that's like you said, that's, that's the beauty of, you know, uh, tapping into this. Of course, you prepared yourself for, uh, you know, most of your life to basically be at this point where this can come through. Uh, and then everyone has some kinds of, some kind of gift uh, that they have that's going to come through or is coming through. That's a very good point. It's it's interesting to see that at this time, what what resources people will be able to utilize that they didn't that they're bringing into twenty twenty four and beyond. Because I feel like we're at the beginning of a new cycle now. Yeah. And what are the new resources that you'll be able to utilize and exalt? And I tell you, I mean, this painting for me, no experience at all, no mm. training whatsoever, and I and I will not. Because people have said, are you going to go to school? Are you going to go to an art school? Really? Go, no, I don't think so. This is it. Whatever comes through, comes through. That's that's pretty much the way it was for my remote viewing and influencing. It just started coming through. Yeah. Uh, I got a little bit of instruction. And then from that point on, I it just like just took off. Uh, and it's I, it hasn't stopped. It just keeps growing and, and going into different directions now. Going into different depths and levels. Yeah. So I think it's another shot of that. Let's see. What's this last one? Ah, here's all your work. Uh, so amazing. Amazing. Uh, uh, Atlantis Rising. Those, I love that one. Uh, so so many so many different things uh, that you have been involved with and, and have done that has prepared you for this moment in time. So, all the stuff that you're revealing uh, and it's, you know, succinct and to the point that it, it helps people make that transition a lot easier, a lot faster, kind of like looking at that, the watchers, you know, it's like every, everyone, most everyone at this point knows that there are galactic beings out there. We're, you know, sharing, uh, a, a massive universe and universes, uh, you know, together. And, uh, so people are starting to, you know, open up to that. So seeing, uh, a beautiful artwork like that uh, can help them make that, you know, internal transition instead of having someone, you know, you got to believe in UFOs. Otherwise you're not with the program. It's like, no, you do it at your own, pro at your own pace. And that's the beauty of uh, art. And that's why art, I think goes forward. Art's been suppressed and manipulated and so forth. That's, that's always happens uh, during these transitional timeframes. And then we break free and move to a different level with it. It's a it's a yeah. new renaissance. I think that's why they're they're pushing out this AI art to supreme mm. art. Yeah. Especially because uh, human art expresses, I think, good art expresses uh, something that needs to be communicated soul to soul, and yeah. that the individual can look at and and, and interpret and and embody and. Uh, incorporated into their experience versus 
having the government, because I think this is coming, this false, <laughs> I don't know very much about Miami, what happened, but I hear the whole place was just nothing but cop cars and they had this enactment of an alien running around in the mall or something. And it's yeah. just so curious to me that people, I mean, airlines were shut down. I heard the airport was shut down. So it's yep. like, get many people, this Project Bluebeam has begun. And this false flag alien thing is going to, is, is already starting. We had right. the event six months ago with the three guys in the backyard. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. The, um, and there's a Peru thing and there's all kinds of little, you know, things are coming through and everybody's going, oh, oh, oh. It's like, but we've all been, pre we've all been prepared for this already. It's kind of like the Epstein Island thing. I mean, we've known this for a long time. It's not anything new, but it's, uh, for some people it is. Some people have no clue. And that's the way it's going to be for some of this alien false flag information. Well, the problem with this whole alien thing is that it's just like even though people now know that the vaccine was bad there's still people lining up yeah oh yeah and with this alien thing it's like even though people understand that it's easily going to be manipulated still when the government enacts the arrival and we know they can do that they've got the toys they've got the masks they've got the engineered ships and the holographic images, how is the public going to respond? Even aware and I awake people, and I keep talking about this, even we are going to be, most most of us are eager for good aliens to arrive. That's the catch image. So if the bad aliens arrive and start shooting everybody, that, that that's not the scenario. That's not as manipulative as a good alien galactic federation arriving and telling humanity that we're almost good enough to get into the galactic federation but we're going to have to make some changes and they're going to be working with the government and they're going to help us along right and you you're talking about total global uh, power so i i really want to 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 think it through like Definitely. through little scenarios mean First of all, how is it that nobody's got a cell phone image of these aliens? I mean, come on. Oh, well, they, uh, uh, they probably were seized. I mean, we have the a great example is is 9-11. We only have one image, one video clip, small clip of what I what I believe is a Tomahawk cruise missile hitting the Pentagon. But they say it's a plane. Uh, it, the plane, the plane. No, it's not a plane. It doesn't look like a plane. It does nothing nothing but everyone's like oh the plane hit the pentagon's like really come on so uh only one little clip so the fbi went around all the you know stores and convenience stores and wherever anyone had uh the possibility of having been so remember back then uh in 2001 not everybody there were the cell phones with we didn't have that back then uh so it's some people are like well i didn't have why didn't we have, because we didn't have that. So if there was any kind of video, which is the Pentagon, there's so much video on the Pentagon, it's like insane uh, security and so forth. But just that one little clip. So that's that should that should have been a big, huge red flag for everybody. So now we're not seeing any video for this, for this Miami thing. 
Uh, so they, so the cops maybe showed up to seize everybody's phones and make sure they didn't share. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how this evolves. Of it, do you think there was a real event? I don't think it's a real event. I don't get it. I don't feel it. Uh, now I know people are talking about it. We're probably going to get a lot of lot a lot of people that are trying to persuade us that they had some kind of event. It's it might be convincing, kind of like kind of like when I saw people on the day of 9-11, they were saying, uh, and I saw I saw the plane skip across the grass. And I was like, that's a CIA guy. I know CIA guys. <laughs> that's a CIA guy. And he's lying. <laughs> I even knew back then I wasn't even working for CIA. I was still at the SEAL teams. So um, it because I'd worked with CIA guys. And I knew how they were, and I'd been told how they were, and so I was like, "That's that's the AA guy," and uh, so it's it's probably going to be some of that. We're probably going to eventually have somebody come forward and, and describe, and maybe some video will start to leak out. It's like I I got my phone out. Look, I I have the real video. It's like, oh yeah, you got it. Only you, huh? Yeah. We'll oh, see. Somebody else's camera blurred or. Right, like the Kennedy assassination, the blurring. It's like, uh, I don't know how much of that is real. Uh, so I saw a guy, uh, um, he used to be, uh, what's what's this guy's name? I can't think of his name right now, but I watched this JFK X. If no one's ever seen JFK X, I highly recommend it, where this guy basically, he, he does video and he does like these um, uh, action videos where people get shot and blown up and stuff. Uh, and he says, it's a squib. And JFK, you know, he goes like this in his throat and he took out and he put the squib on the side of his, and you can see it. It looks all in the Zapruder uh, manipulated film because uh, they they know that it got spliced. They already know it was spliced twice. So why was it spliced? Uh, CIA. Uh, so they, uh, they show where he does that and then it shows Jackie come over and yank on the cord that sets it off, and it it blows a thing. It's got it's a metal plate, so it doesn't affect this. It won't affect you, and that's that's how they do a squib. You can look it up, and uh, a piece of it hit hit blew off and hit the back of the car. That's what Jackie was chasing, so they couldn't tie him into like faking his death. I've always thought that his death was faked. Now I've had people on that that have like they have great information about, you know, uh, people that were involved in shooting him. Now, there was a guy, um, Tibbetts, who was on the Dallas Police Force, and they called him JFK because he looked exactly like JFK, and he was shot in the back of the head, supposedly by the Patsy, um, and I don't know. Because when they show JFK's, you know, um, skull, it does have a, an entry room in the back. So I don't know. So there's, I, I looked at that last night. And I'm like, boy, that just opened up a whole new can of worms for me. And, and probably for you, I see the look on your face, the same thing. We're like, what? It's all crazy. I'm like, this is mind blowing, but why would it have been faked? I, I you know, they, mm. I can't get it yet. Um, when, when I remote view JFK, he never was killed. No, I, I, kind of asked people about the and Maryland either. Uh, so I've asked people about this and the experts 
And they're like, oh, of course, of course they're good. We have bodies. And it's like, we can make no. bodies appear for anything, you know? It's like uh, Tibbetts could have been JFK's body. So uh, it's... Kate Jr. for sure didn't go down in the play. No, exactly. Exactly. I knew that that day. I was like, that, he didn't die. <laughs> and that was before I was a remote viewer. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's some some stuff is obvious to us. Uh, we just need to have more information, and I think that information over time comes. Just like the planes, you know, disappearing into the building, we're like, how, how did that happen? And now we we understand, you know, CGI and you know projection and all that kind of stuff. So back but back then we didn't know that technology. Now it's all open to us. We know that technology is like, yeah, that's what they did. And now they don't show that. You can't really see that. You, there's not so many. Uh, videos of that. They don't play that every year. Remember how they used to play it every year? Boom, 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 boom. And now they don't. They haven't played it in years now because we know CGI is like a plane disappearing into a building. That's so suspect now. It's like, ah. Well, they show the, the uh, CGI of the whale coming in the high school in order to coming out of the water. And I never saw the Twin Towers uh, video again. Right. That or saw that that. Uh, mind-blowing i mean when i saw that i thought well okay so there's no more counting on what you see you think you, you understand as reality because that whale coming out of that gym is about as real as it could possibly get to the point water is spraying on the kids right <laughs> if we've got that then blowing up a couple of buildings of what came right yeah and you know you probably at this point everybody's been to disney or some kind of you know theme park where you know, you sit in a chair and it like it rumbles with the with the movie, whatever's going on in the, in the screen. And the screen is like so in your face. You're like feeling you're part of it. And there's like air blowing when something happens. Uh, like a, a a butterfly flies by and you're, there's wind. They like blow air on you. It's like you feel like the butterfly flies by your head. It's like because you're wearing the glasses and everything's 3D and you're like all in it. So, yeah, they, they can create this stuff. Uh, so what do you think about the economy crashing? I think that's coming. Is that just more uh, obfuscation? They're not. That's not real. I don't think it's real because I feel like we're going into this new, um, like a Nassar Jassar type thing. I think it's already started. And in fact, I'm gonna have. I'm talking to a guy that basically was in the White House when they signed it. So I heard, uh, it. Mm -hmm. I heard that it was never signed. That's a falsehood, and that okay. Kennedy. Uh, sorry, uh, that uh, Clinton supposedly signed it, mm -hmm. and then uh, George Bush supposedly uh, suppressed it, and that it actually never, it's its a falsity. I've heard that right. it, it's not the same thing, and that the woman, Shane, what was her name? McGovern, McGain? Her name was Shane, her first name, and I remember her last name. She was uh, a Rantha enthusiast. And that she ran with this story, but that it was never uh, a government truth. So I don't know about that. I, I personally do not resonate with the Nassara no, no, story. And I, if anything, my question is, were it true, what would that do to, well, we're talking about uh, warriors and energy and, and, uh, motivational things what happens when nobody has to work ever again and if let's for example say that everybody everybody's mortgage is 
gone. Do you own the house then, or, the, or does the government say, well, since we you don't have a mortgage, you really don't have ownership either. So, poof. I, I just don't buy it. I don't buy the story of Nisara and Jasara. And, yeah, I, uh, I don't. I don't buy that story either. I don't think it's. I don't think like. I don't think it's like that at all. Um, that's that's ridiculous. There's there's no way anyone would agree to that. But I think it's uh, something like that. Not the Nisara Jasara where everybody gets money and you don't have to work again, or if you, unless you want to. And no, no, it's not like that at all. And the, and the baddies that basically use that used money. There's. It's like a consciousness thing. So the consciousness of money, because you and I understand this a lot more than most people, our, our consciousness brings to us what we need. And I think that is what this, for better word, and I don't think it's Nassar Jassar as we have been told it is, but it's something like that where... Uh, Money or wealth or um, merit, merit pay is coming to those that um, merit it. And then those that don't merit it will not get it and, last, and, and actually will be taken away from them and given to people that they have used and abused. Because I think that um, a lot of the banks and so forth that basically benefited uh, from supplying Jeffrey Epstein, CIA, whatever, Mossad, with uh, money to basically manipulate and control people and use women, young girls, and then now women, I think those women are going to be the beneficiaries of some of that wealth that was stolen and used. I think that's that comes off of that and then goes to those people. So this is part of, you know, as we started the conversation, a 10, 20, 40-year project, you know, that basically, you know, rights a lot of those wrongs it doesn't happen overnight. It's like, like, okay, we signed just necessary, just sorry, everybody. Okay, free stuff, everybody. No, so it, it's a it will be a process, a, a consciousness, money thing. Because you and I can look at a lot of stuff and go, that's that's fake, that's fake, 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 fake. That's good. That's oh, that's a beautiful person. Look at look at where they're doing. This is who we we need to uh, you know uh, ascribe to what they're putting out. So they're doing, but but be conscious of what they're putting out always. I, I think that uh, more and more people are going to awaken to that process, and that is the process of the 10, 20, 40-year pro, uh, you know, evolution of consciousness where there's no way that somebody that's negative can come in and try to manipulate us anymore because they're like, ah, see right through it. Yeah, but there's still people that are, uh, okay, so you've got the manipulators, then you've got the people on the receiving end that are the manipulators, like the people that are, getting free housing, welfare, food, because they don't want to work. And PPP so, loans, yeah, all kind of crazy stuff, yeah. Who uh, said she knows someone who is working the system and her best friend is working the system. It's like, well, hold on a minute here. Universal income is a big danger, mm -hmm. big danger yeah. to the progress of, of our planet. So it's it's a communist structure. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just think that then the Sarah, just Sarah, utopic concept yes. is dangerously close to the universal money system. It will and not have. It's 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 another manipulative system like the fiat currency that we have right now that's controlled by the central banking uh Babylonian money magic uh system. So it's that that system's collapsing uh, and I think that process really speeds up this year. And I mean the banks are collapsing mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. people are 
freaked out about the digital system. We're already in the digital money system. Already doing it, yeah. The credit card, duh. <laughs> it's like we're one step away. My concern, of course, is not so much this uh, the the fear that people have that they'll be able to tell every transaction, which is true, but that you, in order to qualify, you're going to have to have the jabber, right? To have that health card or whatever other mandate they decide that you need to have before you're allowed to transact, which is yeah. you know definitely six 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 the beast a concept but uh the the european system really seems to be very very close to that what what are your thoughts well i'm here in portugal i could tell yeah. you i had to get my residence card i had to get a digital photograph i was so i was like i swear i'm not going to do this with the retina and yet i have no choice if i don't do it i'm going to have to where am i going to go i can't stay here mm. and mm. uh you know, it, on my little island, Michael, I mean, I'm in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Mm. 15,000 people here. Suddenly, they start putting in the lights. And I was like, nah, nah. Okay, so we started getting the lead lights all over the place. The frickin' place is lit up like a Disneyland. And it's just this little island, quiet island. Oh, no. Mm. You know, the, of course, and the people are loving it. It's like so neat. So they're making a new promenade boulevard. They're taking out the street. The next thing you know, bingo, we've got the electric bicycles stands everywhere. Mm. We've got uh, cameras in a few locations. I'm like, cameras? Street cameras? Seriously? On this island? And then the, di but when I got the digital, when I got the card for my residence and it had, I had to do the retina thing, the guy was not, had no sense of humor whatsoever. So I was like, I'm not really big on taking just for the, point of it uh to get my retina the guy had no sense of humor he said look into the camera do not move do not move your hair do not smile do not fart and i had to do it because that's like, we're you know the point where you have to do it or you're you're closed out of systems uh i think that it's going to be a big challenge for us and you know unless you're you're mm -hmm. living the a's or the uh, the uh ozark in a mountain somewhere that you can avoid it. Uh, this is the challenge for us all at this time. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I don't, I don't see it happening in the United States, but you know, it is happening there. So I don't, I can't say no, because if it's happening somewhere, it's coming here. So, uh, and will it be successful? I mean, I was pointing out, watch Australia, whatever they get away with in Australia, they're going to be able to manipulate here in the United States. And it was like, boom, year after year, uh, season after season, uh, it was the same thing. Whatever they were doing in Australia, uh, and they they were they imposed it on the people of Australia, it came to America. Uh, so they they have places where they try it, so they're getting away with it there in Canary Islands or European Union, all over, it sounds like, unfortunately. Because I hear they have a new tax, a carbon tax, on a new vehicle. So if you buy a new vehicle, there's a carbon tax now. We already know that that's a falsehood. Uh, global warming is is not not real. CO2 emissions, actually when there's higher CO2 emissions, that was during the dinosaur times where the whole world was like a lush paradise. Uh, it was like quadruple CO2 levels that we have now. And uh, so, it's, it's a massive lie that they've been able to, I mean, we talk about COVID, 
the 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 global warming green new energy deal is like the most massive uh scam ever and they're stealing our money for it and, and they're going to take away you know this this process of taking away from us everything that is the human experience so you're not apparently you're not going to stoves that are gas operated you're not going to be able to have campfires because it's co2 emissions you're not going to be able to drive a car with gas or uh, diesel and of course the evs don't work they're blowing up everywhere and there's no grid system to manage it all yeah. so it is to take us into some sort of primitive state where we don't have any kind of facility right there there was a guy that basically drove from uh Ohio uh, to New York, and he and he used an EV, uh, a Tesla EV, and you know he had to, he had to stop, and the EV would say you have 208 miles to go, and it would only be 158. <laughs> it's it would like, Brr. and uh, I had I have this one guy that I do, uh, Kirk Elliott. He's he lives in Colorado, and he goes up to Breckenridge. He lives in Denver, goes up to Breckenridge to ski occasionally. He's got a place up there, and he. He got an EV, a Tesla, and he said when he would drive uphill in cold weather in the snow, that it would he would only get like, you know, maybe a hundred miles, ninety, a hundred miles, and it, it when he started out it would be like over two hundred. So that th these things are failing. So this guy, it took him so many hours to get there, and if he had driven there with a gas vehicle, he would have saved himself three and a half hours. So yeah, it is. It is definitely starting to prove itself to a lot of people that this is this is another scam. Did you see the video of the guy with the Porsche that got locked in his EV Porsche? No. Locked <laughs> in the car because they something went off in the system and he had the windows up and he couldn't get nothing. He was completely locked in the car. The windows wouldn't go down. Mm. And I, I mean, he. I think that his wife had to come out and they had a special key that could open the door that overrode the electronic thing and he almost died in the car it's oh my amazing. god this guy's having a panic attack because he can't get out of the car he can't start the car it's like what a joke mm. yeah that could be very dangerous if you're in like a very cold area or very hot area uh i remember we had some um uh we had a bmw that was like a high-end seven series. It was armored and we were driving it and the AC went out and this was in Iraq in the, in the summertime and the temperature went up like instant, instantly. So we're all like drenched in sweat going from like five miles to the next base. And by the time we get there, we're like diving out of the car. It's like, ah, water. And it's like, it's, in, it's insane. So yeah, it could be very dangerous, no doubt. It reminds me, I was in, in my youth, in the time when the Shah of Iran uh, was, was taken out, I was in mm. Iran uh -huh. with a dude, and I was getting married in Iran. So we were driving from Tehran to Isfahan, and I had to wear the chador. So That's kind of a dark moment in my life. <laughs> and the, the, uh, he had to turn off the air because it was so hot. It was... It was so hot to go across the desert that it could blow up the engine. And we got to a certain point in this this uh, priest, what do they call him, Imam? Imam, yep. Leaned in, he goes, because I didn't have this blanket over my head. What an experience, man. Oh. A place for Pat.
That's crazy. I remember being in Cairo one time in the middle of summer, and uh, I'm in a I'm in a cab. We're driving somewhere, and I see this woman. She's all in black. She's got gloves on, and she's driving with the windows down. And I'm like, how is she still alive? <laughs> like it's like it was it's insane. But yeah, I mean that's you adapt. You know, we're all going to adapt. So I think that's what we're doing right now. We're adapting <laughs> to. This we kind of went off on a tangent there, but we're we're definitely showing that we're adapting, you know, to this this madness that's going on around us. And at some point, uh, we reach a level where we we want we won't accept it anymore, and we're going to push back. And I think we've reached that point here in the United States where we're ready to start pushing back in a, in a big way. Uh, but you don't see that happening in your area. Pendulum swings, Michael. Mm-hmm. Pendulum swings. I remember years ago, Mad Magazine, there was a little cartoon. It was this uptight, uh, conformist scenario of parents with these two kids. And then the next frame, they were hippies. And then the next frame, their children were really straight Harvard types. And the next, you know, it's like the pendulum swings back and forth. And I think that we've gone pretty much to the extreme. Mm -hmm. And, uh, in that absurdity, which would be everything absurd, no, no point talking about woke and all that. Um, obedient, this yielding of everything that is our humanity, our sovereignty, it's starting to swing back to people saying, well, no, hold on just a minute here. No. Starting to say no and to recognize that um, in, in that extreme process, like I said, maybe that's why it's happening, to, to wake us up. So yeah. to take it to the ultimate extreme, you know, I mean, videos coming out of the uh, the Senate of people having sex on the Senate floor, come on, extreme behavior in, ev in every aspect of our lives. I think that people are, are starting to say, yeah, I think I'm going to take that diagram. And I think this is the year of it. I think you said you called it the year of justice. I, I absolutely believe it because one way or another, we're going to get an answer. This nebulous place we've been in of are there or white hats or not, is Trump good or not, all of this stuff comes to a head this year. It has to. We can't be saying, oh, well, another four years and maybe he'll run again. No, no. it's show and tell time. No, and I and making it to that um, uh, election point, it's just, God, I don't see how it can get there because we... It's so compromised now. I don't see how it's going to happen. I think that um, the evidence is going to come out very quickly here, and it already start, and it's already starting that uh, the election was definitely stolen, and the uh, the information about that um, will be irrefutable, and that uh, you'll everyone will have the option of picking a side, and most people are going to be like, "Well, I'm not going to go against this. This is like so obvious." Um, but of course, you know, there's always going to be those people that will, but the overwhelming group of people are going to say, yeah. And then we have to like come to that point where we're like, okay, so we have someone that stole our election. Finally, people are going to get it on a massive level. And we're going to see all the different things that are happening, like the border evasion and then the, the, the vaccination program, all these things are going to fall on their head. The, you know, um, Epstein Island and you know JFK assassination all these things are just going to like just 
weigh them down and, and everybody's going to like rise up and push back and stop this. It's going to be a civil war? I don't, I've never seen a civil war, but um, I think that there will be some places, some cities that will resist, you know, um, maybe like a San Francisco, um, whatever's, whatever, whoever's left in San Francisco. Hey, of, of, the, of the people that are not completely uh, legally drugged on the street. Right. But, yeah. These babes of, I just saw this big Chinese uh, immigrant situation, all these young men coming in, and it's just like, it does feel like they're gearing up for some ma major scale event in the state. And that actually is already underway. Yeah. Because he's talking about World War Three could happen if we're in it. Civil War could happen. It's happening. To where the point where you can't even run into a store anymore without being afraid for your life in the States, in some places, this is already the, the precursor to a Civil War scenario. So uh, perhaps it... it it's inevitable. I don't know. I don't have any. I can't see it either way, because everything is so intertwined with the Trump problem, the Trump issue, the the uh, non-election election, election uh, that uh, it's just it feels like it's all bubbling into one big steaming pot. Yeah. Now, um, so that that one thing that I put out about uh, the one, you know. They, they see 17 million people have died uh, from the vaccination. Now, to give you uh, an idea, in World War II, I just looked it up. In World War II, nearly 15 million military personnel died. 15 million. So we have two more million that have died from COVID that we know of, uh, I believe, at this, po at this point, that we can basically deduce, you know, from, you know, what, what's been going on. Now, civilian deaths were over 38 million in World War II. Now, I know that uh, there's there's a guy that I follow that's in um, the UK, Dr. John Campbell, and he uh, is is putting out information from uh, vac uh, vaccination deaths or basically there's a there's a line of people dying and, uh, you know, there's more deaths right now, very, very high number of deaths uh, above the normal line and the only thing that's different is the vaccination. So there's like uh, during the, the Blitzkrieg or something, there was like, I forget how many, you know, tens of thousands of people died. But there's more people that have died just in the last year and a half or so from uh, COVID deaths than died during World War II Blitzkrieg bombing of London. You mean vaccination death? Vaccination death, yes. So, and, you know, back then they basically sent all the children into the countryside so they wouldn't die from the, the bombing from the Germans. <clears throat> but now people are like, you know, getting their children vaccinated and, die, and dying on high, at, at greater numbers. So, yeah, I think the wake up is basically coming. It's not like, you know, there's people running through the streets shooting or bombs dropping. It's vaccinations are killing people. So that's the war that we're in already. And the death death toll is is rising very rapidly, and it's awakening people. So that awakening process, you know, has to has to have something, you know, that that gets it going. So how much yeah. more are we going to go through before we get the you know critical mass? And 
bearing in mind also, I think you mentioned it earlier, that there's also the non-birth, the the lack of, of new babies mm. because they're dying in the womb or the people are sterilized. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that is something that's not calculable at yet at this point. But, uh, you know, you hear doctors in the UK, especially saying there's, there's, no, new, there's no new birth. Where was it? I think it was in England that there were no births, no new births for something like five months. No, Italy. Not a single new birth for something like five months in Italy, right? Mm. So uh, there's that. And that it, it's very difficult to calculate that. Yeah, wow. But you've got so many ways that people are being sterilized. A the HPV vi virus uh, vaccine and then all of this other stuff. It's uh, And then whatever other poisons are coming. Mm. And I think another thing that's going to awaken people are the is the Ukrainian war. They're going to start to see through that and the um, uh, Israel war against Hamas and probably Hezbollah. So I think people are going to see through those two manipulations as well. Uh, that's coming. And probably there will be peace before it gets worse. Although we're going to we're going to reach a state where, you know, there's going to be a lot more deaths. But kind of like the same thing with the vaccination, the people are going to start to realize, hey, this vaccination is, is is a bad thing. Uh, they're going to see that this um, these two wars and the next war they're going to try and start, which will be uh, with China. We we have to stop this. So at some point, we're going to reach that tipping point where it it gets stopped out. I believe that. Yeah. Shared. While you're saying that, I'm thinking, great. So so, and this is a question. Mm -hmm. Great. So more people are seeing everything, but. Mm -hmm. Mm. So there then what how is seeing it isn't enough where do we kick into action of for the population to to react in other words consciousness of what's going on is not enough at this point there has to be action there has to be action and the action that we have with people rising up they there's been so much social media it's been a storm of we want to see the uh flight logs now we have them because the people were just overwhelmingly blowing up social media and everyone was talking about it. And now here we have it. So it's funny how that works out. So that's what everyone needs to gather from our conversation right now. It is our activity, our, our rising up together as one, regardless of what our political, sociological, whatever, uh, point is it doesn't matter it doesn't matter uh we're we're all going to work together to basically take this 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 corrupt system down that's been here for thousands of years manipulating us uh and is about to collapse and they know that's coming they're trying to stall that as much as possible and trying to kick off as many things as they can wars um alien invasions and vaccination programs and all kind of crazy stuff there's a lot of stuff coming at us this year but i believe that we're going to start to to push back and it's already started so like some of the women that were for decades now almost decades almost 20 years so we'll go back to 2006 is when it, this kind of started the reveal for epstein and all all the criminals that were involved in the pedophilia and stuff now women are are filing charges against not only epstein's estate but also some of the criminals that were involved in some of the banking system so we've had i what was Chase uh, has basically paid, made a huge multi-million dollar payout 
to victims. So we're starting to see that that process where, like we talked about earlier, where um, kind of like a consciousness Nassar, Nassar type thing where that money is, start, is going to start to flow away from the evil ones and, and to the people that have been first uh, victimized. And then it will start to flow to people that can make a difference through their merit if they get the income instead of having it stolen from them like we have for our taxation systems and so forth now. I agree. That was too easy. Come on. <laughs> I I agree with you. I think that uh, the reveal, if you will, is going to be so massively. It, it's uh, it's like this rolling ball now. You can mm. yeah. That the more that people are uh, accomplish this, achieve getting the power to reveal by force by no by lack of choice. The, the louder the, the information will be, the, the faster we will get it. And mm -hmm. it is it is unbelievable how everything is crumbling. And the monarchies, let's not forget that, they're crumbling. Huh? And, you know, Syrians, they all have to go. And, you know, the, the, the English monarchy is a joke. It's a joke. I mean, it, you know, it, all the pomp and circumstance apart, you look at it and go, boy, this system, this this. Why do we bow to these people again? Somebody remind me. And it's all coming down. It's all, you know, the the hope coming down. It's uh it's all coming yeah. down. That's 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 the beauty of it. That's the beauty of the awakening process, uh, and people pushing back on that system that's corrupt. Uh and yeah. So some of these people like Biden and the Queen and the King and so forth, you know, a lot of these people have been wearing masks. And so forth, and we know that uh, this this game has been pushed to a certain point where it it can collapse a lot faster, I think, and and more widespread. So I think that's that's happening as well, and I, that's that's the beauty of this consciousness awakening process, this golden age uh, that we're in, uh, and it and it took basically another world war to get it going, and that's what the that's what we're in right now, a worldwide war against humanity. Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Really is biblical. So, but, you know, to to the people that are listening, I say, you know, we win this. We're winning this. This The light is winning this. The light of consciousness, the light of humanity. And uh, whether or not this cabal is on its knees, I have questions. People say they're running scared, they're panicked. I think a lot of the people that are still in power are not panicked yet. I agree. They're running their their programs effectively. Look at this little island with the bike, the whole program. They're, they're charging ahead with the program, 2030 program. And that it's something like running, you know, walking along. So one time when I was I was going from Tibet to Nepal and I had to go over this bridge and it was the uh, landslides and the slate of rocks was falling over our heads and we were trying to make it watching the cliff uh, roll away, okay, just crumble away. And the guy that was guiding us, this sheriff, said, just keep walking, don't even think about it. And this path was getting more and more narrow 
as wow. I was watching this erosion. And that's how it feels. Like, you know, it's crumbling around them, but they're still on their trajectory. And we've still got to deal with them. Yeah. But I think that some of these individuals still believe that they've got this. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, let's not uh, relax for a minute with the idea that they're giving up, they're panicking, they're running scared. Not all of them. No, I agree. Yeah, they're still raw. They're still running programs, and you know the the fake alien invasion might be a, a great example of that. And that they're, they're still they're still running the Ukraine war. They're still running the war in Israel. So yeah, they're they're still in power. Joe Biden is still uh, a figurehead for our country, and we still have, you know, the monarchy still there in Britain, but they. It's all crumbling, but it's not done yet. And they have programs to continue, and they're starting, and they're still implementing those programs, uh, even though it's crumbling on them. It's crumbling on us. We, we, they see people crumbling, falling into the abyss, and we see people crumbling, falling into the abyss as well. Um, so it is, you know, who's going to make it, you know, to the bridge first and get to the other side before the bridge collapses? And ah, like, oh, we made it first. You guys, oh, too bad. Uh, that's what that's what we want right now. Yeah, and I think that. Um, oh, and I, I lost my chain of thought. What was I going to say? It went. <laughs> well, this is this is a good segue into uh, like ending it here. So, uh, how can people reach you uh, if they want to, Patricia? Hate to end it on a senior moment. <laughs> but my website. It's meant to be. Yeah, it's like a, I, I have those my, uh, myself all the time. So. Tori.com is my website. And if they're interested in, in buying any art, they can just contact me through the contact page on my website. Mm. And so, of course, any other of the myriad things that I've got going on are, are available through that site. Okay. Sounds great. Uh, we'll put the links in the description box. And uh, yeah, it's, as usual, it's been uh, phenomenal. I didn't want it to end, but I got another show coming up. But uh, that's absolutely beautiful. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing. Thank you. It's always wonderful to be with you, Michael. You're such a kindred soul. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Mm-hmm.